0: This is Charlie's Kitchen. I'm on a trek to become a better home chef. And I'm here to share my experiences with you. I'm testing out cookbooks and learning new things. And each week, I'll share with you what's on my menu. From wild successes to disastrous failures, you'll hear it all. So get ready and welcome to Charlie's Kitchen. Hello, you are listening to Charlie's Kitchen. My name is Lindsay Nelson, and we are cooking our way through some of my archives. These are recipes that I have collected and cooked over the years. Um, And this one uh, I love because it's super adaptable. It's not too... um, Uh, offensive to (laughs) if you have a sensitive uh, palate. (laughs) Um, But it is a nice uh, flavor of Thai. (laughs) This is a Thai chicken coconut curry. Um, uh, Original uh, recipe is from averycooks.com. Thai chicken coconut curry. And so I say that this is a, a not a non-offensive or at least <laughs> less offensive than other curry recipes, um, because it does not include fish sauce. Um, and I, I did notice that something, uh, you know, it's, it was kind of missing between this recipe and, um, other curry recipes that I have that do include fish sauce. You know, it's just that little bit of, um, something flavor that you can't always put your finger on, but that makes it taste, uh, more authentic. Um, and it is missing from this recipe. So if you are looking to, um, for something a little more authentic tasting, or if you really miss that flavor, you can go ahead and add in, um, uh, fish sauce to taste. Uh, I was concerned about adding it in, however, um, due to my pregnancy nose. I wasn't sure if that would set it off, and if then it would become um, <laughs> if I would become too picky to eat it. So I just kept it out, and um, this is still still very enjoyable. Uh, one of the things that I love about this recipe and about uh, other recipes like this, um, one that comes to mind is the um, Indian chicken curry that we did last week. Um, is that it's it's so um, customizable to to how you want to eat and and how, what you want to have a part of your your dinner. And so I did actually modify this recipe a little bit. I added in some extra vegetables um, just because I, I like. Um, I like to stuff them in wherever I can, um, so that especially into tasty dishes like this, um, when I don't even notice, you know, it doesn't even make a big difference to me that there are twice as many vegetables than, than it calls for. So, um, I, th- with dishes like this and, and the Indian curry that we did last week where the, the flavors are so, um, strong and, um, powerful, um, that it it just cuts right through any any sort of aversion you may have to to the vegetable flavor. <laughs> oh man, I feel so so vulnerable. <laughs> to, I guess talking about vegetables like this because um, it makes me sound <laughs> makes me sound really unhealthy, and it's probably because I am. But I just I just don't don't always care for veggies. <laughs> makes me sound like I'm a, like I'm a kid <laughs> just trying to trying to avoid or hide any trace of the veggies but oh well <laughs> okay so let's get started so this is um uh chicken curry so uh let's see i think she called for chicken breast um but i used uh chicken thighs just cuz i had extra um or i needed the chicken thighs for uh, later um, for a later recipe. Um, yeah, so I just, uh, I, I, I actually think I prefer using the chicken thigh over the chicken breast. It's a lot more forgiving, um, when it comes to overcooking, which I am prone to doing, <laughs> uh, cause it's a lot more fatty and it, um, uh, luckily it's cheaper. <laughs> usually I think I usually get my, my chicken thighs for about $2 a pound where the thighs are are usually, um closer to three or uh 350. Did I say that right? The thighs are, are two dollars a pound and, and the chicken breasts are are three to three fifty um typically. So it's it's always nicer <laughs> on the pocketbook at least. And um but one thing you do have to look out for when you get chicken breasts uh sorry chicken thighs is I find they're a lot more prone to having bone pieces um, or cartilage pieces left on, um, then you might get with the chicken breast. So you got to be pretty, uh, diligent in, in cutting, um, uh, looking for those scraps beforehand, um, just so somebody doesn't end up with an unpleasant bite or two. Um, but it's a, it's a pretty quick process, especially when you get used to feeling out and and familiar with where, where those bones will be. Um, it's, a, you know, it's quite a, pretty quick chop to just whack them out. Uh, yeah. So, uh, in addition to that, let's see. Um, oh, so first off, um, what you cook is you cook down, um, you cook down the onion, um, and you saute it till it starts to soften. Um, at this point, Um, I used, or I added uh, a green and red bell pepper uh, too. So those were the extra vegetables I added. Um, And so I let those cook down with the onion. Um, And then you add your your diced chicken and cook that for a few more minutes. Um, And of course, flipping and stirring those often to make sure everything's getting cooked uh, cooked together. Um, And then let's see, add garlic and ginger and coriander, cook that together. Um, and then get to the fun part where you're mixing everything in, um, you add a can of coconut milk. Uh, she says she uses light, um, coconut milk. I always prefer <laughs> the full fat. Um, and she even specifies that this will deliver a richer and thicker result, which is just what I'm looking for. And I think even with this recipe, I might've added, I, I added two cans of coconut milk. Um, because with the extra vegetables then there wasn't quite enough sauce. So I doubled my coconut milk there as well. (laughs) Um, and then shredded carrots, uh, Thai curry paste. So the, the red curry paste that I got, um, just by, I think it's the Thai kitchen brand. Um, um, it wasn't very spicy at all. So this, this recipe was, um, totally good for Declan to have, um, um, I think the green curry, which always surprises me because I think of green salsa being, as being not very spicy, but the, the green curry um, is is more spicy than the red curry is. Um, but the red curry didn't have very much spice to it at all, which was nice. Um, and then uh, let's see. So you boil that for a little while until it reduces um, and gets to like the thickness that you want. Um, and I like mine. Oh, uh, relatively thick. Um, I like. I guess I like it to kind of coat the spoon. <laughs> if you know the <laughs> what it's like when you're cooking pudding, um, and, you, and you wait for it to. I think they they say coat the spoon, and you like run your finger through it and whatnot. I. It, it, it's all subjective, really, though. <laughs> so just get it to a consistency that you like, and then, um, and then at that point you're ready to finish it off. Um, you add spinach and lime juice and stir it all to combine, and. Um, um, also then one thing that I found that I really like, um, and she mentions here is adding a little bit of brown sugar to it. Um, cause I feel like that just helps, helps bring all the flavors together and make them kind of pop. So I really like that, uh, that ad- addition, but of course you're, you're welcome to, to leave it out if that's something that you're trying to, uh, limit and then you sprinkle it with cilantro and then you're ready to go. So, um, this is just something that we'll serve over rice and, um, yeah, <laughs> that's it. It's, it's, um, it does take a little bit of time, especially the prep part. I think, um, uh, just cause you got, you've got a lot of chopping to do and a lot of measuring stuff out. Um, so that did take a little bit of time. Um, but once you get rolling, I mean, it's there's not much, not much to it. you just, you know, you, you add some stuff, set a timer. When the timer goes off, you add the next stuff and you move on. Um, it's very simple, uh, simple to cook and to bring together, um, and then serve it over rice. And there you've got a full meal. You've got your meat, you've got your veggies, you got everything right there. And, uh, this dish is, is another one that's really great as leftovers. Um, yeah, we we ate this right up. There even with having all the the doubles and stuff, I think this only made us through um so dinner and then lunch the next day and then maybe one person got lunch the day after that. So it was uh, um this is very popular. And uh yeah, this is this is the kind of flavors that that we really like and um really can't get enough of. So that's that is the Thai chicken coconut curry. Um, and let's see, while we're here, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about where we're going next. Um, cause yeah, that, that went really fast. I'm only at 10 minutes. Wow. Um, so after this week of cooking through my, um, my archives, um, I was finally able to make it to the, the library, um, over the weekend. And so I found, well, (laughs) I brought home three books. Um, but to be honest, I didn't really crack them open while I was at the library. Um, I actually, I brought Declan with me. Um, we went early Saturday morning, right when they, right when they opened. So it was nice and empty. It was only the other, um, only the library, uh, workers who were there. And so Declan and I had a lot of fun, um, just, cruising around the library. I think it's his his first time that we've been back since, uh, since the pandemic before everything shut down when Declan was like, what does that make him three or four months old? um, I would take him to the story time that they had at the library. Um, I know it's for (laughs) typically for older kids who are aware, um, you know, probably around the age that Declan is now. Um, but I mean, he was just a little teeny tiny baby and we'd listen to story time and, um, it was fun for me and to get to see the other kids and whatnot. And, uh, I think he enjoyed it. But anyway, I don't think, I don't think we've been, I haven't brought him back since, uh, since everything shut down, but so he liked just seeing all the, all of the books and, um, uh, seeing the people in, they've got study rooms, um, with like glass, uh, glass walls and glass doors that, so like if you're just in the the main part of the library, you can see in. And so what they're doing. <laughs> and so he liked to just go up and he put his hands on the, on the glass and he was like just staring in at, at people. Um, luckily most of them were looking the other direction. So they didn't see him <laughs> just being a total nosy dude. Um, and so he liked that. And then, um, just kind of running around and, and checking stuff out. Um, but yeah, so was, <laughs> since he was there, um, I didn't get a good chance to, to actually, um, d- do my due diligence at picking out a, a good book. Um, cause I had to keep one eye on him, which usually meant two eyes and, you know, go back and forth between the shelf and picking him up and bringing him back and whatnot. So, um, I just <laughs> pulled three books that I thought looked good. Um, and I think I have one that will, that will suit us for at least a week. Um, so, uh, let's see. Yeah. So the, of the three books that I got, one of them was a Rachel Ray cookbook and, um, I, that's the, I guess the reason why I, I ended up checking it out is because it was Rachel Ray. I figured it would be Uh, good, (laughs) good and, and uh, good for my, my purposes, you know, quick, quick and, um, um, tasty dinners for weeknights. Uh, but it's her, I'm guessing it's her 50th birthday cookbook because it's Rachel Ray 50. Um, but it turns out it's not what I'm looking for. (laughs) She did, uh, there's a lot of story to it. You know, she's, there's a lot of narration and, um, and stories from her life and whatnot. And, and then in the recipes that it, from what I've seen, <laughs> I didn't look too hard cause I gave up after a short while. Um, they're not, they don't seem to be organized in a, in any particular way. And, um, and they don't, they don't have like estimated cooking times on there. And so for the the few that I looked at, I was just like, these, these aren't what I'm looking for at all. You know, it's, it's like, all right, you know, prepare this sauce hours in advance and then, and then you want to be braising your chicken for two hours or whatever. I don't know. So it's just totally not what I wanted. Um, and then there was another cookbook, which was like a collection of recipes that uh, different people had sent in. I don't even remember the name, um, but it's, it was uh, spiral bound with plastic but it's, it's old. We're old enough that the plastic is brittle. So I opened it up and like two of the things popped out and, and like all the bindings coming undone. So, so I just closed it and I, I haven't looked back, uh, cause I don't want to destroy it too much. Um, so so those two books were out. Um, the one that I think I'll be able to work with for a week, um, at least is, um, it's called a hundred days of real food, fast and fabulous. Um, and so this is by Lisa Leek, Um, and I guess, so she had a blog or has a blog, um, where she documented, um, taking her family on this, um, (laughs) this, uh, journey, I guess, of, of eating real food only. So that means avoiding processed foods, um, and, uh, basically trying to get back to, to eating, um, wholesome, uh, non (laughs) wholesome foods where, where you can pronounce all the ingredients and whatnot. Um, and so these are, these are recipes, uh, that are using real food only. Um, now I did, uh, so I picked out recipes for next week and I, I cheated a bit, um, in that, uh, like for, you know, she says like get whole wheat buns that use, you know, for, for, for it to classify as being real food, it has to have like five ingredients or less and you have to be able to recognize all the ingredients, um, well, I was. I'm sorry. I'm just going to go with with the the buns that uh, that I know and love, or the ones that I can get on sale for cheap. So, so yeah, I'm I'm not going to be strictly adhering to the the real food um, uh, restrictions here. Um, I think that's something that I would like to do in the future. You know, that's I I don't enjoy eating processed food um or you know subjecting my body to that but um at the moment um convenience and money saving and time saving uh trumps my you know those those are higher on my priority list than than maybe the uh, the healthiest options out there so so that's where we are 100 days of real food asterisk not real food for lindsay Um, is, is what we will be tackling next week. Um, and then along with that, I will say, um, so, so let's see, as I'm recording this, it is, um, uh, Monday. So I've already purchased the, the food and ingredients for, for the recipes of this, um, 100 days for real food, um, uh, recipes. So I've already purchased the ingredients for those. So we will make it through one week of this. Um, but after that, I will likely be changing direction a little bit. And, um, that's because we're, <laughs> as, uh, as I'm getting more pregnant <laughs> and, uh, I'm more emotional and more stressed and, um, all sorts of factors, uh, Uh, I'm just finding myself with less and less time than I would like, and it's stressing me out, and I don't appreciate it. So (laughs) um, I talked to Adam, and um, we're working on making some changes to uh, help uh, kind of alleviate some of our stresses, Uh, because I think we're both getting to a point (laughs) where we're getting a little bit burned out with... um, with everything that we've got going on and with, um, taking care of Declan and preparing for the baby and whatnot. So, uh, as far as dinners go, I'm going to be taking an even further step back, um, from trying to collect and, uh, cook new recipes from cookbooks that claim to be fast and easy and whatnot. Um, I'm just going to be going back to the basics. <laughs> and when I say basics, I mean basics. I mean taco night. I mean, uh, pasta <laughs> with meat sauce. Um, and I'll take you through some of my other classics. Um, like one from, from growing up, we call pepper stuffing. Um, there's a, you know, a roast and vegetables. So we'll be, uh, I'll be t- taking a step back, not doing anything sort of fancy. So, um, uh, so the week following next, I'll be, um, uh, yeah, it's <laughs> just not doing any, anything by a recipe book or, 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 anything. It'll just be simple, simple recipes that, that I can, uh, throw together without thinking too much. So that being said, since I won't have too many recipes to be sharing with you, um, I think I'll, I'll try and go a little bit different direction, um, and just t- Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see. I don't have any content planned yet, but it'll be, um, it'll be different for at least that week and uh, probably through, um, until I get, um, until I go on to maternity leave. Um, so (laughs) just a heads up, things are going to be a little bit different. Um, but they will stay, uh, they will stay the same for the rest of this week and the next week as well. So that's where we're at. I uh, just wanted to, to give you a little bit of warning, a little bit of heads up on on direction and, and what's happening, and uh, we'll see how it goes. So thank you very much for joining me today on this episode of Charlie's Kitchen. Um, I, I really enjoy sharing my, my meals and talking about food with you. I hope you enjoy listening. Um, so until next time, I hope that you are eating well and having a good day. And um, I will be talking with you again really soon. Bye-bye.